your weekly fix of Asian music. This is Asian Pop Nation. Welcome aboard to Asian Pop Nation, where we provide all the latest Asian music and pop culture content right here on Sin. My name is Leisha, and if you're just joining us now, we just played three songs, which are all picked up by our very special APN team member, Celeste. The very last song you heard comes from the Malaysian artist Alex TBH with his song called Between. And then right beside his song, we have another great R&B track coming from Thai duo Lust with their song called 24-7. Before finally, the very first song you heard from this trio comes from Korean male group BAP with their song titled Feel So Good. A very fitting song title to match my emotions as well as our APNT member Lee's emotions when we got the incredible opportunity to interview this very special artist. If you tuned into one of our previous shows this season, you might have heard us talk about attending this guy's Melbourne show as part of his sold-out six-day tour across Australia. He also has an incredible discography, not just because Lee and myself said so, but as shown through him having over 65 million streams overall within the span of two years. And honestly, we could go on and on about this guy because... He's just amazing, but I think it's time to put our hands together for Filipino-Australian artist Grant Perez! So, hey, you are tuning in to Asian Pop Nation with myself, Leisha here, and I'm, I'm of course joined by my partner in crime, Lee, plus a very, very special guest who is kind of the East Sydney rising artist with incredible viral hits such as like Cherry Wine and just honestly a plethora of these incredible songs from an incredibly talented artist we have grant perez in the building what's up thank you guys for having me (laughs) (laughs) welcome um so some of alice's already know this but me and leisha are actually big fans because we have talked about going to your concert in one of our previous shows but for those who are unfamiliar with you would you like to introduce yourself um, yeah, what's up guys? My name is Grant. Uh, I am 20 years old, Filipino, um, based in Australia, obvs. Um, but yeah, uh, I've started off my um, journey in music maybe in the past two or three years. Um, officially releasing my music last year and I just wrapped up my first ever Australian tour. So that's exciting stuff for me, I feel. Yeah, no, it's so... Oh. Again, we we mentioned earlier that we went to a concert. It was just 11 out of 10. But yeah, so we will get more in depth about your tour and all that stuff. But firstly, we want to talk about the music because, again, mainly obsessed with your whole discography, honestly. Your super highly anticipated debut EP, Conversations with the Moon, was released earlier this year. Again, just love the album so much. Lee and myself were playing it nonstop. But yeah, we just wanted to know what does this album mean to you personally? And kind of like, which song did you kind of have the most fun creating? Um, Yeah, it was, I think it was fun throughout the whole thing. Uh, The whole EP to me is kind of, I think it's just a good establishing point for myself because I feel like that album doesn't really stick to one genre. I think it has traces of a similar genre throughout. But is definitely scattered. Uh, I'd say 
the most fun song that I had on that EP would probably be Why I Love You. That one was killer to make, especially that chorus with the um, yeah, um, that one was definitely really, really fun, followed by Cherry Wine. Um, you know, obviously that hit quite, quite a few numbers. But um, this was actually mentioned in a previous interview. It, uh, I think subconsciously, I was inspired by um, The Bear in the Big Blue House. So that one was a killer of a uh, Aussie TV show. Not really Aussie, but like a kids TV show. So I think subconsciously by that and even um, Talking to the Moon. Oh, actually, the first song that was properly written for that EP was uh, Conversations with the Moon, which is a song that I wrote to uh, ask my miso, my current miso out. Uh, so yeah, so funny, funny story behind that, yeah. Wait, that is so cute. I like to think so as well, yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, so you also released your new single titled Wishful Thinking, 11 out of 10 song, by the way. Thank you. So for our listeners at home, could you give a little bit of backstory behind this new single and what do you want people to take away from this song or even from your music in general? Yeah, so um, with that song, I kind of imagined a world where um i didn't really ask out my partner so just like oh what would happen you know i kind of thought about that movie suddenly 30 or 13 going on 30 uh with the concept being time has passed and you didn't you didn't even know that that person liked you so that's kind of what i uh conceptualized from the uh from the song um i think if there was something to take from my music it would be that i do love storytelling even though maybe it doesn't seem like it uh in my music uh, definitely keep an eye out for the lyrics. Not the wittiest lyrics, but it's definitely an experience. Even with the uh, tone of voice as well. I feel like there's something there that can really grab your attention. So I think there's quite there's quite a bit. There's quite a bit to unpack with them. Yeah. Yeah, oh my God. Again, yes, our listeners, if you're listening right now, again, give like the album listen. If you're already like a casual listener of Grand Press music, again, maybe this is your sign to like just take a little like look into the lyrics and just like dissect it a little bit more and yeah what's even better about listening to these songs like just casually is also hearing them live and this is where yeah. we're gonna be <laughs> diving <laughs> nice into segue. thank you <laughs> i try but we're gonna talk about the tour so yes you recently did wrap up your first tour and kind of like we just want to know what were like your expectations before the tour and how was like the whole experience afterwards oh it was kind of nerve-wracking at the start to be honest I didn't really have too high or too many expectations I should say I kind of went mind blank just thinking about it I was like yeah it's gonna happen um so I had my first ever show properly on stage at Groove in the Moo um so I did the three-day festival I uh, did the morning shows and that already like set me up it warmed me up nicely because it got me in front of an audience that wasn't necessarily that big because I was like the second show of the morning and you know people were still coming in but people still came to see me which was insane um so I warmed up throughout that whole period of time did some stuff for APRA and Spotify uh I watched my APRA performance if you see it don't look for it um but it's all right I think I did okay the wiggles said I did great Oh my god. That's really cool. <laughs> the biggest yeah, honor. right. Um, massive honor. But in terms of my actual headline shows, that went bloody amazing. Um, Melbourne was obviously my first show of the stint, and you guys did not disappoint. That was so, 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 so fun. <laughs> there was a moment um, there where I, gonna, I, can't, I kinda got fuzzy in the nose. 
because um, I was like, oh man, this is beautiful. Like, this is crazy, right? Having people sing your song and like having this many people that, you know, associate with you. Um, but what I, what I think what I've come to terms with, with the people that are in like this community, my community, is that we're very, very much alike. We're very, very much the same uh, types of people. So I think it's super, super easy to interact and get along because it's like performing in front of your mates, which is sick, you know? I think that's the atmosphere that I tried to uh, create and I think it's working out. Yeah, and like some of these shows sold out super quickly and that was like your very first tour. So how did that feel? And also what would be your like dream venue or even country to perform at in the future? Um, Let's see. Uh, it actually felt crazy. I remember at Workers Club, so the Melbourne show, they officially said like to the team and to me that they haven't seen the Workers Club that crowded since Guns N' Roses played like ages ago. So that was insane. Like they, so everything was packed and then they bloody sold more tickets just for lols. Um, so that was insane. Um, I suck with like finding historical values in uh, certain things. Like I'm very, very uncultured in that sense. But from what I've seen, I would love to play uh, Madison Square garden um i think partially because wolfpack played and they bloody sounded so 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 good but dream locations i'd love to do asia i'd love to go up to indonesia i'd love to do philippines even japan ah that'd be lovely oh and new zealand because the scene there is beautiful that's like a nice collection i feel but yes don't forget Melvin, we'll love to see you again. I'm not gonna lie, it was oh, the definitely. concert was just so beautiful. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah, we're just gonna do a little bit of a, I'll say, rewind moment. Just going a little bit, have a little backstory moment because you've actually been posting like original song content plus song covers on your YouTube channel for yes. quite like many years. Like your first video dates back to like. 2014 I think but yeah so singing and music has obviously been quite a prevalent part in your life throughout all those years so we're just kind of curious about like how exactly you got into music and like who really influenced your music style during those times and maybe even now I'll let you in on a little uh secret there's actually earlier videos oh my god I'm not gonna tell you where to find them there's videos from like 2006 uh on there of me yeah what how during that time that it was mm, I don't know I don't know oh, 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 secret, secret. <laughs> um but yeah music has definitely been a part of my life throughout my life uh, I definitely was never trained like I was never done I never did classical I never did piano I wish I did piano I wish I learned sheet music I wish I did all that stuff but it didn't happen and maybe I have to do that now uh but my siblings definitely kept me in the bounds of music uh with them listening to R&B and stuff like Usher, Music Soul Child, uh, Frank Ocean when he started releasing, all of those people. It really, really brought me into the uh, soul side of music. Like, I think that's where I got my vibrato from and all that stuff. And I think I grew up with a very, very particular taste, um, especially with my parents, because they also listened to music, didn't really play anything, but definitely listened. And he got me onto old folk uh, groups, such as Bread, the Beatles. Bread is definitely something you guys should listen to. It's very, very calming. If you like my stuff, you'll definitely like Bread. Um, bread, The Beatles, Eagles, and all that stuff. So I definitely had an arrange 
uh, of uh, an array, sorry, of music that I listen to. Um, in in terms of covers and stuff, the my siblings definitely um, pushed me onto doing that. They kept suggesting it to me, saying, "Oh, you should upload covers. You should do your own stuff. You got you should write your own music." I never wrote my own music, but I did do covers. And yeah, the first song that I ever wrote fully. Oh, actually, I was five years old when I wrote my first song. But after that, I the first song that I properly wrote was for a youth group that I used to be a part of. Um, and yeah, so that's I think that's the story up till now. And then um, there's a there's definitely a few details missing, like all the covers and stuff. But uh, that's that's the gist. Yeah. Right. So do you reckon you've grown up in a pretty creative household? Definitely a creative household. My sister, uh, yeah, my sister drew a lot. Uh, painted a lot, sorry, and my brother drew, and so all of these um, little pictures and stuff are my drawings as well. Um, yeah, I'd say we definitely had our creation. <laughs> mm. And you also have a side art account on Instagram, right, for art? I do, I do, Grantus Palantis, thank you, yes. Go follow it, guys. Thank you so much, oh, hell yeah, you're amazing. Also, I also noticed uh, your names are so cute. Um, Leisha and Lee, and you guys are like besties, pretty much. Oh my god! Right? Yes. Oh god! Yeah. Like that's, that. yeah. <laughs> was that 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 that's that's a, that's such a cute and crazy coincidence? Yes, Leisha, my partner in crime. So cheesy. That's so cool. <laughs> um. So oh yeah, so we're doing this interview and like around the end of May, and we're kind of approaching the end of like the first half of 2022 why did i almost say it was going to be the end of 2022 in general very ominous whoa. but yes yeah <laughs> whoa <laughs> but yes we're kind of slow, slowly approaching the end of the first half and i would say how would you personally kind of like sum up this particular like time period for yourself as an artist at the moment you know um i think it's definitely an exciting period. I think it's very, 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 very much an establishing period of time. This year is definitely coming to terms with who I am as a traveling musician and a musician in general. Um, as tours are becoming more and more common now, so I think it's definitely been exciting. I don't want that excitement excitement to go away, so I'm cherishing every moment of it. But it's very, very fun so far. I'd say. Okay, yeah, so you mentioned tours are becoming more and more common. So any future plans for you? Maybe a world tour? Um, so I was actually uh, supposed to do a tour in uh, July. It was just like in the talks and I think a few dates were confirmed, but unfortunately you have to cancel. But I can say properly, I'll be back in September and for doing, an, doing another Australian tour. Nothing's fully confirmed or set in stone, but this is all speculation. This is just food for thought for you guys. So September, Australia, America, Canada, UK and Europe in November. So just like little mini tours around. Yeah. And then maybe Asia next year. Mm, who knows? Who knows? But wow, that is that was just a mind blowing moment. I was <laughs> Wow. Like you are just skyrocketing and like kind of going <laughs> You're going ham, you're going insane, but yeah. And of course, we at APM, we will support you all the way in your career. And <laughs> thank you. <laughs> but yeah, this has kind of been it of our interview. And before we um, let you off, and again, just zoom into the boons and stuff like that, <laughs> <laughs> could you kind of just let us, like our listeners, know where they can find you specifically? Yeah, well, so, so um, I'm across all socials you, you name it uh, instagram tiktok twitter 
Facebook. Mm, yeah, you know, do your little find. <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe there's some that I don't know, but uh, you can find me at G R E N T P E R E Z Grant Perez. Uh, shout out. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and listen to his music. It's so good. Thank you. Ah, but yeah, thank you so much for joining us. Lou, you want to have a final? <laughs> you want to say farewells? Um, yeah, thanks for coming and for listeners, stream Absence of You. Oh, oh, that is, your, is, that, favorite is that your favorite song? Yeah. Um, sorry, I didn't play oh, it. No, it's okay. Um, it wasn't like concert vibes. I get it. Yeah, I, I think I want to though. Maybe in my next one, hopefully. Just for you. Oh. Is there a song that you have in mind, Leash? Oh, oh, for me? Oh, you're already playing Clementine, which is my favorite. Okay, good. Like, hey, that's my, that's my favorite song as well. Oh. Clementine. That's right, Louie. Get wrecked. Ah. <laughs> but my, everybody, else is, uh, everybody else in my family loves Absence of You. I don't know. They're all ops. Oppositions now. <laughs>